Welcome to the 3v3 Podcast, your socially distanced hockey chat show. Here are your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. Last time I left off with this, I mean, deep thought question. Is there someone during this playoff that you felt really, and I mean really bad for? And we can just exclude Matthew Barzell because he's just been beaten to holy hell. Damn it! <sighs> oh, I'm I'm sorry. Him getting hit in the chest all of you know 45 minutes ago isn't enough to you know just give him the award outright. God, poor guy. Yeah. Well, now I don't have anybody. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> no, by all means, take Matthew Barzell. <laughs> he has more than earned earned your sympathy. Yeah, poor guy. All right, what about you, Patrick? <laughs> Mark Shifley. I mean, a grand total of how many minutes did he get to actually play in the bubble? Mm-hmm. Before his season was done and potentially half of his next season. Because we still haven't heard. I don't think we've heard conclusively what it is other than unfit to play. Yeah. Are we waiting for all teams to be done before they disclose injuries? I don't know. They might not do it at all this year. Which is possible. Because, I mean, they're not doing exit interviews. Everybody's just leaving the bubble and that's that. You're done. No, they've been uh, doing. They've been doing some teams have. Yeah. Okay. Although it, it, I will say it's been very limited in scope. Where you're not having potential interviews with half a roster. It's once again, two to three guys in the coach and GM. It's not like it's not like locker clean out day. Right. Yes. So. Where you just run so, around and get everyone to sign your yearbook and. Ask him, you know, make sure you tell him to stay sweet. You'll stay in contact all summer and you'll see him next year. You finally, you finally get your jersey signed by said player who joined you for that cup of coffee. Mm. <laughs> so, on that note, I really felt bad for Ilya Kovalchuk because uh, he has no chance of winning. Because uh, last week I praised Mark Bergevin. And then he goes out and trades for Joel Edmondson. <sighs> and we all know that Kovalchuk's going to re-sign it in Montreal, after all. So, Yeah. Mm. But besides that, I mean, I, I mm. kept... We actually had trades going on, which is crazy because usually during playoffs, they are able to do trades and they just don't. But this because time around, they apparently, they're just not going to wait. Because you gotta wait for prices to get better at the draft when they don't make that many trades anymore. I didn't realize that was gonna be a conversation killer. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's. I'm all for it. I'm just w- waiting for a, a trade of actual intrigue, like a the Canadians for you know trading either a uh, Max Domi or. Oh, I gotta play the roster game right now. Who who's their other quote unquote second line center that's being replaced by Nick Suzuki? Uh Philip Deneau. Like he's apparent his name's apparently in, in the rumor mill now that they have Kakiniami and uh 
said Suzuki, you know, they're they're gonna move a move a center for a defenseman, apparently. So I'm looking for a nice player for player trade. To be fair, Bergman didn't trade exclusively for him. He traded for the rights to negotiate on his UFA. Correct. Correct. But so Edmondson is still free to sign with someone else, whoever would give him a Well, Peter Shirelli has not been named GM of the Arizona Coyotes, so there's, you know, cross that, that team off his radar. I doubt he's going back to St. Louis. But no, the, the point is that... I mean, given how much every other player is going to squeeze, you know, your your six, seven defensemen, are, are they even going to be able to find jobs? Oh, sure. Well, everyone's, everyone's salary is just going to go down 20 to 30 percent. Here's the other thing. How many guys are going to be able to sign those, like, very well paid two-way contracts given that AHL season is not a foregone conclusion at this point. Aren't they supposed to be starting in like December or something? Yeah, so so is the NHL as of <clears throat> excuse me, as of now, but talk to me in a month. Okay, well I'll see you guys later. Yeah. All right, bye. Oh wait, you were saying that. <laughs> Ironic. No, no, no! Don't, don't, don't force me to watch this stupid sport with a brown oblong ball. <laughs> what? Handed? Yeah, that might be what it's called. I don't know. No, I, but I, go ahead, Patrick. Isn't there a ice hockey game on? It's a. Depends. I mean, it. I see a game being played on ice, but is it just me or is the last since game one of each team's respected uh, conference final series has the intensity been dialed back quite a bit? Just a little bit. Yeah, these these guys definitely are, are fighting through the motions of. Oh my God, why can't we just get this series over with? To the point where I think I could realistically see both series. Uh, going at the to time seven? recording, <laughs> everything is two games to one. I could see everything going game seven. Or, sorry, Dallas is up three games to one. Because I fell asleep way too many times during that snoozer of a game last night. Yeah, what happened to Vegas, man? Oh dear Something God! Like don't get oh gee, don't get me started. <laughs> so Patrick, what happened to Vegas? Oh, the fancy <laughs> stack community has just been like they've not approached their expected goals for in the last two years. What makes you think you're going to do it now? Well, okay, if they haven't approached this math magical expected goals for, how accurate is that bottle? If they exactly. did, anyone watch mm-hmm. the 2018-19 Carolina Hurricanes? And their expected goals, which is the stupidest stat I've ever heard of. Hey, I expect goals all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, throw a ton of shots that magically hit Anton Hudobin right in the middle of the D 
on his chest. You know, I still expect to score. Let's take our shooting percentage and then see it calculated across the team. And that way, we should be able to predict. No, you break. If first of all, <laughs> if they haven't regressed to the mean, Jesus. Which actually is just like that. That when people say things like that, I just it. it it hurts um, <laughs> because it's, you know, it used to be everybody would say, oh, they just now they're balancing back out. They're coming back to reality. And now it's all regressed to the mean. And I'm like, uh huh. Do you really know what that means? I mean, you're saying it right. But do you actually know what that means and what that's about and what that's for? Because I'm not sure that you do. <sighs> Ugh. Fancy terminology for things that don't need fancy terminology. Regression? I concur. Hmm. Mark Messier you know, Leadership Award? Not sponsored puzzle? by Bridgestone. <laughs> exactly. Not sponsored. The Mark Messier Leadership Award, no longer sponsored by Bridgestone, presented by Mark Messier after this ad from Bridgestone. <laughs> needed it was to be in Nashville. Now again, who gets to he, he's the one that picks these people, right? Yep. Messier is? Yeah. I believe, so, I believe he is given a short list by probably the same individuals who chose the the GM of the year candidates, you know, a week ago when everyone remembered, oh yeah, we're supposed to do this. No, I loved the people uh, you know, semifinalists. Teams. I love the people who got so angry over the the GM like list or the, who won the yeah the, the list because they all forgot that that was based on the regular season, and so the people were getting angry because they're like, haven't they seen what was going on in playoffs? It's like, um, yeah, no, they didn't. <laughs> but anyway, so now my question was. And I asked both of you, and you didn't really give me an answer. Who votes on that after Mark Messier dies? Who, who gets to be the magic, you know, person who gets to determine who is going to be the most leadershipy in the NHL? Was, uh, Vancouver was, fans. No, 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 is, no, 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 God no, because they'll they'll just they'll pick the wrong person because it's Vancouver, and then they'll riot after they pick the person. But it'd be no, a hell of a lot more entertaining. No offense to this year's winner. Uh, hold on, I gotta look this up. Mark Giordano. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to delay for <laughs> whatever reason. You were trying to put the pause in as the joke. Drama. You were trying to create drama. No, yes, because to... given this, given that this is an audio podcast, you miss out on the excitement. Of seeing me and some overpriced earbuds on terrible picture quality on HD television. Like, why can't they just announce the award winner and put his flash a picture of him up on the screen and then release a written statement? I don't need to see any more Zoom videos. Thank you. Uh, who else? Are you Patrick, I think you had the real answer for who. It's going to be whoever won it, wins it the most before Messier uh, dies. 
I was really hoping it was going to be like, you know, um, like Groundhog's like Groundhog's Day, where they just pick a, a magical random groundhog to decide. Oh, don't do this, Cassie. You're okay. <laughs> Made to say something really terrible. <laughs> so Go I'm ahead. Reference here. Go ahead. It should be a hologram. Hologram Mark Messier. You know, deep fakes are getting good enough, especially with audio. Yeah. That they could deep fake Mark Messier and, you know, his, his voice. And I mean, he's just got to come out and say, you know, they pretty much have everything he needs to say, right? Already recorded. So they need to fake it. This is the name. Yeah. And given they can probably predict the winners of said award for the next decade at least, they can just plan out ahead of time. Well, there's and get him to say everybody's name, right? Yeah. No, I, I mm-hmm. just wanted to be the Mark Bessier Memorial Award for Leadership as chosen by Jonathan Taves. Just because I want to watch <laughs> the NHL trip all over themselves to justify Taves being in the top 100 of NHL players of all time. <laughs> okay, all right. That's a that's a uh, minefield that they'll have to tiptoe around. No, they won't. They're gonna tie their shoelaces together and trip right in it and go, "What? We didn't see this." How the hell were you supposed to know this was coming? And then they'll look, and then they'll pick themselves up and go, "Well, I guess we better do something about this." And they'll try and walk forward again with their shoes still tied, but they'll but they'll walk more carefully. How many players since we'll say the summer of 2015 have eclipsed Jonathan Taves and are more deserving now to be on this list than he was even then? Start with Joe Thornton. <laughs> Evgeny Malkin. Thornton, who might actually play in Switzerland this year. I heard that rumor the other day. Ah, it's still sitting out there, huh? Mm-hmm. That's late into September. Interesting. I didn't know Darren Ferris was his agent. Because <laughs> isn't that the isn't that the play? Ferris, you know. On contract negotiations for any of his players, he just threatens that they're going to play in Europe next season. Mm-hmm. If he, yeah, if he well, we, we, we technically haven't reached the offseason, so there is still time for that. Hi, hi, Max Domi. I hear Burns lovely this time of year. Mm-hmm. Burns is actually very lovely this time of year. Feel the burn. I mean, I, I, I personally would go to Geneva. But uh, I cannot afford to live there under any circumstances, as it's one of the world's most expensive cities. But my God, is it beautiful. I've not been to Switzerland, so I, I have no opinion on this. All I can tell you is that north of Geneva is a range of mountains that are called the Jura Mountains, or Jura Mountains, depending on which country you're in. And that is what the Jurassic period is named after, and therefore Jurassic Park. Okay, nerd. <laughs> if you need it, you your little trivia for the day. There you go. <laughs> nerd. See that like it's a bad thing. Yeah, because you're not a geek. See, there's a big difference. 
Nerds are turd, geeks are geeks are weak. No, that didn't work out, did it? Mm-hmm. So, anywho, <laughs> I really don't have any. I I'm I'm gonna confess something, and I hope everyone is sitting down. I have not watched any of the games since the first Vegas Dallas game. <gasps> Everyone, please insert your 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 gopher turning to the camera in shock and awe gif now, please. <laughs> I just <sighs> I'm gonna I'm I'm not trying to one up I'm just going to, to share your pain and say I haven't watched any of it. I haven't watched a single game this entire ridiculous tournament. Oh, see, I've watched. watched it's time for a change. I've watched most of them up until the conference finals. Actually, I, I, I see. I think it is, is I just binged. Right, I binged too hard, and mm-hmm. then I got and then I got sucked into Cobra Kai on Netflix. Oh that, God, <laughs> that really didn't help. So there were three days gone, right? <laughs> and suddenly the binge was over. Suddenly there was no more Cobra Kai to watch. No more hockey binge. And then by the time I got out of that, I was just sort of sitting there going, Yeah, I just saw the score of this Lightning Islanders game um, and the shots on goal. I'm going to take a pass. <laughs> And then I've just, so I've just been I, I've been letting Twitter show me stuff from the games and just sort of keeping an eye on the score. But other than that, I don't know. so you know, because as a stats nerd, I don't need to watch the games, right? I can tell you. <laughs> well, these games have it. There's nothing to derive from watching them other than uh, goalies look great when you hit them in the chest. At no one, one wants to leave the bubble and go back to their families. That's the story. One of these days, <laughs> God damn it, quantum mechanics is going to come into play and a puck is going to go through a goalie's chest, okay? The law of probability states it has to happen. Let's not get into string what, theory right now, well, okay? Well, <laughs> Andre Fleury, right? I mean, he already has a partial hole through his chest. <clears throat> Howdy. <clears throat> now, let's, let's leave overly dramatic agents um, out of this. Oh, overly so, well, emotional and overly dramatic <laughs> So, pretty much. He's a member of the Edmonton Oilers in three months' time. With what uh, is Edmonton going to do to clear salary to get him? No, they're going to keep him, and he's going to he's going to go in the expansion draft and be Seattle's expansion goalie, so he can be the expansion goalie for both Vegas and for Seattle. And then we'll have to watch Alan Walsh um, photo or or commission a picture of an anchor blasting through him, you know, with whatever our Kraken head coach name is at the time. Well, you know, at least he'll have the uh, the space needle right this time. Or no, wait, oh. that wasn't him, was it? 
<laughs> no. No, that's someone who shall not be named for we, we don't, don't want to we, we, we don't, don't want to go down that road. No, we don't want to cause a distraction here, Cassie. I thought the point of our podcast is the whole thing is one long distraction. Well, it, it is. Okay. But, but we're doing a service t- for each other because nothing good would come of it. I we're see. Doing we're, a have, we're trying to use our powers for good, right? That's what yes. you're saying? Okay. Yes. Okay. Speaking of good, live in-game update, a bit I'm stealing from a now-defunct podcast. Uh, Brock Nelson, Gloveside High, Islanders 1, Lightning nothing. It's the first sign of life in this game since the warm-up when everyone was talking at the center ice line. That was short-lived. It's 1-1. Yeah. Blake yeah. Coleman. Blake Coleman just tied it up. Blake and Brock. Yep. Uh, no, just, <laughs> nothingness. Ooh, at least that goal was pretty. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. All hockey is, all life is meaningless. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in the middle of the apocalypse over there with the West Coast burning down, so we understand. You know, that. I'm seriously <laughs> just sitting here looking at one of my um, synthesizer patches for, for a plug-in that I have, and it's literally called Vangelis Mode. And looking outside and just wanting to, you know, recreate the Blade Runner theme, the original mm-hmm. Blade Runner soundtrack. Because, mm-hmm. of course, it's, since it's the Seattle area, we don't have the orangey-red haze. We've just got our natural gray haze, but it's very low-hanging haze. Yeah. Hey. You're moving into the gray season. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. See, after after you guys get done with your apocalypse, then we'll we'll end up with our winter apocalypse because it's supposed to be snowier than than normal in the Northeast. So. Until. Until the accumulations are as tall as Zidane Ochara, I'm not going to believe it. Because that was that—that that was the unit of measure <laughs> for the last time they had a massive snow event. Was how tall is it? It's Zidane Ochara high. Mm-hmm. On I haven't experienced that since uh, 1993, I believe. Uh, Two-one lightning. I uh, I haven't experienced that since going through the North Cascades when they first opened. You know, the first weekend it was opened and they had twelve feet of snow on either side of the road. Oh yeah, when they plow when they plow the when they first plow it yeah. when it's open and they plow it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like sixty five degrees and you have walls of snow on either side of the road. Mm-hmm. Good times. Mm-hmm. Before the North Cascades decided to burn again. <laughs> Boy, As it often does. <laughs> tell we're really just all chock full of energy right now, aren't we? Mm, so, so you can tell great. that we really love this game too, huh? <sighs> <laughs> and Pat had opened the show by saying, I'm not gonna be as grumpy, I'm not gonna be as grumpy, I'm not gonna be as grumpy. <laughs> Find your cheat, yeah. Pat. All right, just let me get this off my chest. One, I do not believe youth and amateur sports should be, uh, especially travel teams, 
should be, uh, oh, I don't know, traveling right now, given that we're on the cups of flu season in, in the United States. But, but you know, rich white folks are going to do what they're going to do, apparently. Mm-hmm. But I saw this video. Sorry, Justin Bradford, if you're listening. From the Junior Predators practice, I believe it was a U14 practice, where all I see is a huge conglomeration of players down at one Ed boards, and they are skating through these setup lights like some failed NHL All-Star Game event. Basically, they're just, you know, tracking player speed. And I'm just sitting here thinking, my God, what a waste of ice time. You have 18 to 19 players just standing around while one player skates through an obstacle course. This is why hockey is very boring these days, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that that was that was real no pressure on those kids either, man. No pressure. <laughs> you, you, you got to hit these expectations for these parents. You got to get these, you know, great. I'll say 180 times because in football they call them 40s. They're probably skating about 180 feet through some some, you know, Christmas light barriers. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh. And I say all this because, you know, there's no such thing as house league or rec league right now, at least in most areas of the United States, from what I'm told. Uh, it's all just private rentals, which travel organizations can do. So, so hear me out. Marc-Andre Fleury from Adam Larson. Who says no besides fans of both teams? Anybody <laughs> with half a brain who would be receiving Adam Larson. So it calls into question who's really pulling the strings. Is it McPhee still? Or is it Kelly McCrimmon? But Mark andre Fleury with half his salary retained or enough salary retained for Adam Larson. I don't know why Vegas would even look at Larson for their back end. It's what the hell? Well, they're losing veteran leadership in Derek Englund this offseason. So. Is he actually retiring? Well, he is a UFA and they cannot re-sign him. Like, he uh... hasn't been. And he has not dressed for in- ages? Yeah, he might have gotten some round robin, like one or two round robin games. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. So I'll, 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 should this happen, I will revise my statement from earlier and say Mark Andre Fleury is the player I feel worse for, given he could potentially be traded to. Uh, Edmonton team where they still haven't figured out the defense. Most teams haven't. <laughs> they just they just try to pile in as many defenders as they can and and hope for the best. And yeah. 
they haven't figured out the winger situation besides, you know, James Neal and Zach Cassian. Oof. I would be more than happy to like figure out someone's defense for them if they want to hire me. It's Call me hard. consultant. I will figure this one out for you. I have no problems like sorting out who you have on your roster and who would be good and who wouldn't and who you need to trade for. Just give me a call, send an email. I don't care. I will do it for you. It's not hard. This isn't rocket surgery here. <laughs> rocket surgery? You oh rocket. Mm-hmm. Rocket surgery. I, hell, rocket I, science brain surgery. That's people usually use one of the two, so I just come I was, rocket surgery. Hey, I've tried to restring a rocket, and I tell you that's a hell of a lot more difficult than anything I've ever seen before. So rocket surgery, you know. What makes I, I've, I've talked to a number of, of rocket scientists, and um, you don't want them doing anything for you anyway. You know, that's just, come on, let's be honest, it's just math and physics. Mm-hmm. You know. And as we discussed earlier, when you, you start developing models and enforcing too many uh, big fancy words in them, like but, progressing mean, to, to the mean stuff happens to be fair with physicists you know they actually do things like and i maybe i shouldn't say this out loud but i'm going to anyway um they actually do things like you know acceptable level of error and they have they have a uh, a theory all planned out and they run tests to make sure that their model actually works right you know according to the scientific method so then it takes out a little bit of bias as opposed to other people's math. Just a thought. Which is why we don't see it in hockey because, you know, having provable hypotheses is, hasn't been a thing since the 1890s. Recreatable um, model or that's what it's called, projects, Re- models. Experiments. There we go. <laughs> Reproducible results. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's what that's should be the goal, but um, that's not the goal. So no, no, because we are. The goal is. We don't like Einstein. To, no, no. Well, I'll just I, I'll I'll leave Einstein alone. Um, <laughs> You better. He's dead. I used, I used to work for a physics society when I was in college, so <laughs> I have opinions. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, um, do you guys have any thoughts, feelings, interest in in who's going to make it to the Stanley Cup asterisk final? Eh. It's going to be one of the, it's going to be two of the teams that are currently in the last four. I I will use my model of Peter DeBoer will get the Vegas Golden Knights apparently scoring. And they will roar back and they will make the final. Hmm. And I think Tampa's about ready to unleash a big old whooping on the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking it's 
Well, I was hoping it was going to be Vegas, but I figured Tampa would probably be in. Boo hiss. Yeah, it's going to be the Ben Bishop Cup. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's going to be Dallas and Tampa. Tampa. Uh, so- sorry, LA Kings, St. Louis Blues, and Ottawa Senators fans. It's his uh, other teams. I completely yeah. forgot he was. Yeah. Didn't they make it? Did, didn't. Didn't Tampa make it to the final with Bishop in it? And then they, they lost. Yeah. No, wasn't he I... injured because his trait has always been getting injured around May? He was not, no, he played when he probably shouldn't have. I'm pretty sure he had, you know, splints holding his legs together so he couldn't go down. Oh, right. Yeah. Because he had why. like, it was like ankle something or another. Um, let me take a quick look. He had ankles. Uh, I have one. I think he still has two, though. Um, yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was in net when Tampa went to the final. Played sixty-one games for them that season. It's five years ago, four years ago, I guess. Um. And four or five years ago, because they, they went pretty far both times. But we played 40 games. Gro- groin injury is the only thing I could find from that uh, final. Where he did end up missing a game, and Vasilevsky at 20 years old played. But, eh. Yeah, now he... Uh, um, I want to say that because not everything gets reported, right? But I want to say it for for Bishop, it was actually an ankle, and they had to like splint him up, and he couldn't go down the um, on one side because of the ankle being an issue, and so he had to have an immobile. It was basically an air cast, um, and uh, I want to think I want to say that was the case. Yeah, and given how an air cast works and how goalie skates were designed, you know five years ago that does not bode well for any sort of movement Mm-mm. so so the ben bishop cup i think i think vegas will force a game seven only to lose because that is what's just been happening and uh i think tampa closes this uh, this series out on tuesday Because remember, kids, you're never in trouble in a neutral site game until you lose a game while wearing your home sweaters. Exactly. (laughs) And when players are forced to leave the bubble because they cannot return for the playoffs. Casey Zizekas will not save the Islanders in this series. I'm sad to report. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Kunakle. Oh, God. No, I'm gonna let that one go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't make me give you a Kunakle sandwich. Hi. The expected reply. Thank you for not disappointing. Yeah, well, I try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> This, Awkward silence as they're all looking around going, who has a question? I mean, we could sit here and debate, will um, 
<laughs> Will Bukestad win the uh, Masterton Award next season because he's going home again? Or we could talk about the Ottawa Senators' old, new, new, old, fake jerseys being, you know, leaked. Yeah, we could also talk about how the Masterton trophy is all kinds of goofed up, but then I guess all of them are. So why should that one be any different? (laughs) Should there even be finalists? Or should they just award, like, should it be like a ceremonial award that can be awarded to one or multiple players based on circumstance? I just... You know, I like how they trot him out like they're at the Miss Universe pageant. <laughs> and his terrible story was cancer, and his terrible story was overcoming alcohol addiction. Oh, yay, I won! Alcohol addiction ruled! You know, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, in listening to Bobby Ryan after he accepted his award, on a video conference call. Um, just the amount of thanks that he gave to his wife. Cause I, mean, I can only imagine the hell it created for her within their dynamic. I, because this is cancel culture and I'm a white male and it doesn't exist for white males. Apparently. Um, because mm-hmm. I'm Mike Babcock. Um, Peters. Anyway, um, I'm not saying there should not be a Masterton Award. I'm saying kind of what you two were alluding to earlier. Give it to the three of them. If these are the three most compelling stories, then give it to three of them. Hell, give yes. it to every freaking one of them that's had a story like that. Yeah, and maybe well, not feel the need to come up with one nominee per team. Don't, you know, Force it when something's not really there. Right. Oh, you had a injury or you're, you know, you had a couple bad offensive seasons, but you're showing some light. So you're going to be our team's nominee. Like. Perseverance and dedication to the sport of hockey. (laughs) Okay, Ryan O'Reilly. I felt like I didn't want to play anymore. Yeah. season and a half. And I, I, I find that, that definition problematic because for that particular award, I think that that should be redefined because it kind of has that whole toxic masculinity overtone of giving up everything in order to work award, <laughs> you know? Um everything important in life is is not important it's only work work is the only important thing and you gave up everything just and changed your life around just so you could come back to work you know um i get what they're i'm gonna interject to which (laughs) i would say i get it but overcoming cancer and overcoming alcohol addiction just you know it just happens to be I, i i know where you're going but right i mean i i'm i'm saying that those those these people are worthy of recognition for what they've gone through. But I think the definition of the award needs to be changed because the current definition as it stands really just sounds like 
you did the most to overcome your problems in order to come back to work. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, I think that they deserve a better definition than that, you know, like overcoming cancer, overcoming alcohol addiction. I think that that needs a, that needs something better there. <laughs> I will say of all the awards, it needs the definition change the most, but God, you know, what's bad when the, what is it? The, the Jennings or the, the Richard trophy are the most well described awards when they're given to players by default. Like they need to just have a copy editor come in here and just say, this is what do you want the award for? Let's write this in plain English. I think they also ought to drop, I understand the historic significance, but I also think they ought to drop Lady from the Bing Trophy. Or let's just drop the trophy. Yeah. That would be very gentlemanly to drop the trophy. Because a lot of people just don't take it seriously because there's Lady in front of the Lady Bing. It's like, it's just Bing Trophy. I think people would take it a little more seriously voters fans teams players i think the reason it's not taken seriously is because of what it is yeah that too and who votes on it and land this plane before i open a big old can of worms on that what all right discuss as soon as we stop recording yes of course, he has to rant about it after this. <laughs> that way, um, not to bring it up next week. Please, Cass, save me for myself. All right. So um, I'm going to keep it a very simple question. When do you think the NHL will start its next season? This has been the 3B3 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at 3B3 Podcast. We're available for NHL consulting at reasonable fees.